go. No, no, man, now the magic's gone. I can't no. handle that pressure. You're going to give me it a panic attack right at the beginning of the podcast. Jacob, do you give a friggin' heck? Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I heck. Give a heck, man. Do you um, give a friggin' heck about brighter this podcast? Day? Brighter day. Friday, <laughs> dudes. I might be a little stoned. We did rattle it's the shit out of him. Game Quest After Dark Week 2. Okay? We're in this it shit. Is. It's late. I'm getting shushed at by my wife. <laughs> Why? Are you going to wake that, up the neighbors? What's going I'm, on? Yeah, I'm being too loud for the nighttime. But, yeah, but well, for that who? is Cannabis Jacob. <laughs> cannabis Jacob. Yeah, what's I am Bourbon Trace. so ashamed of me. Um, I'm, I'm Bourbon Trace. Who's over there? Who's, who's, who's over there? We can call me Pink Whitney Jordan because these things are fucking delicious. Oh, man. What is a Pink Whitney? It's is that like a purple a, nurple? It's a pink lemonade vodka. Oh, okay. Why is it a Whitney? Who? I have no what's idea. What's that name after? Okay. Uh, somebody named Whitney, I assume. Okay. Hey, do we have, have Guinness no Matt in the house? <laughs> oh, is Matt a Guinness person? Matt's. Uh, you didn't know that. You didn't know Matt's a Guinness person. No, how the fuck That's would the, I know that? Literally, the only beer Matt would drink. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, well, you know, while I respect you staying away from the other bullshit, um, <laughs> the fact that you won't drink a Heineken offends me fucking greatly. Heineken. I won't drink stuff. a Heineken. What's wrong with you people? I think the last time I drank a Heineken was at my high school graduation, and that's not a joke. The only I am going to Moosehead. Oh, I mean none, but back in the day, none. So. Yeah, over there we have Lacroix Lyle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like no edge Lyle. Fucking don't fucking no shame edge. him. I'm not. I'm just saying. Lyle's edgy is Lyle's well, got so much fucking edge that he doesn't need anymore. Yeah, but it's a joke on all the fucking straight edge people. All right, we're moving past it. This is Game Quest. Welcome after to dark. Game Quest. Is after Dark. Game Quest After Dark. After Dark? Oh, dude, you gotta check these out. Oh, nobody knows it's After Dark. Oh, Are those hey, your oh wait, also, should we... Uh, what are we you should... wearing? No. Lyle, wait, 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 stop the fucking podcast. Lyle, are you wearing some sort of a banana hammock? This Game Quest After Wait. Dark. I didn't know we had our videos on. I didn't know we had a dress code oh, for Game Quest After Dark. I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> happy. I didn't know that the video was on. If Lyle just did some, <laughs> <laughs> Lyle just fucking full bared it. I don't know. You know how like you know how like most normal underwear I knew for uh, for people who prefer to wear uh, men's underwear. Do you know how normally, like, you kind of get to the bottom of the underwear and it goes straight across, and then there's kind of just like a little seam that follows up the inside of your leg, you know, kind of to your crotch? Well, Lyle's got on these <laughs> I shorts. I do not like that. Very, you're wearing they have panties. a very you're wearing panties, Lyle. Are those your wife's? No, dude, they got a fucking package. Wait, hold on. Are, are, you, are you just wearing briefs? I don't believe you. Is it just brief? Why are you doing no, this? That's too thin. That is too thin, <laughs> dude. That's not a normal brief. <laughs> that's a normal breeze. That's a nice, anyways. That's a nice anyway, color, though. That's we're talking about visuals. Lyle just revealed that he's wearing some tight blue more. Get me out of this hellhole. Okay. What if I did the whole podcast like this? <laughs> what if we did the whole podcast talking about things that nobody listening could understand? <laughs> yeah, this is a video podcast, right? <laughs> hey guys, what if I did this? Nice. Yeah, hey, good one. I did uh, actually put clothes on before the podcast, and Ariel was like, "What? No belly boys tonight?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the one to initiate the belly boys, but I'm always ready to rip this shit off of my now body." It's, the it's fucking, 
Speedo boys, apparently, according to Lyle. <laughs> well, right, that's enough of visual the news. jokes, Jordan. Can we have some news? Can we have some <laughs> fucking hey, we can have some news? Holy shit. All right. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. What up? Oh, oh fucking man. hell, dude. What up with this? Anyone see that um, that reveal that they had? Other I did. I only watched the black okay, and white until I saw the black and white, and I was like, oh, shit. Oh, now I'm going to play it. Yeah. That 100% sold me on the game. And I'm going to play it twice because I'm going to play it once with it on and once with it off. So that they've so what we're talking about is two playthroughs. Ghost of Tsushima has announced that they have a, a visual mode that turns everything black and white, so you can feel like you are in a black and white samurai movie. Channels and the shit out of Kurosawa culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy, oh boy, am I here for it. Yeah, I don't normally like when games do that sort of thing. Uh, there are definitely other examples of that, but that looks badass. I want to know if the blood is going to be in color. If they're going to do one of those selective color things. I don't know. Get that shadow side going. It's too Afro Samurai, not enough Akira, you know? (laughs) Not Akira, Akira, but Akira. Does the game still look as stunning as it did? I mean, okay, so it's a visually impressive game. um, And Matt and I can both agree that this looks a lot more like a stealth game than uh, we kind of figured it was going to be. Uh, for so, me, that's a positive. For him, that's probably a negative. They they said afterwards that you can go either way. Like, yeah, well, it's full, you can fully go either way. So you can go your own way. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. <laughs> it definitely go is your like. Own way. <laughs> well, now we're gonna get a copyright strike, and we're, exactly. this episode's it's over. We're done. Uh, You've crippled us. We're getting sued. Going on YouTube, we're fine. Uh, so it definitely looks like when Assassin's Creed was like, hey, uh, if you want to start just fighting everybody, you can totally do that <laughs> because it's showing you all the stealth stuff. And then like the next sequence where it's like, we're going to show some more combat. It's just him facing off against a dozen motherfuckers and mowing them down with ease. Like that is probably even a reductive way to phrase that. But um, yeah, so we is didn't it also like Dark Souls where you can go through and you can kill NPCs and pretty much kill anything. Well, I, we don't really know about that, I don't think. But okay, the only things we know is that it's you know it it looks a lot like what I thought it was going to look like. It's um for me, it reminds me of Tenchu, especially when you're trying to do um stealth elements and stuff. So you're sneaking around. I, I'm hoping maybe this is just like behind the sky. You're like setting traps and shit. Uh, but the combat looks like straight up Bushido Blade because mm-hmm. you're literally just downing people with one hit if you do it right. Um, yeah. But they also didn't really give you a good sense of what the fucking combat is, like what your button presses are, what because it looked almost automatic. It was really not the best way to show that off without actually explaining it. But uh, it sure looks cool. It's got pretty graphics and shit. Yeah, for sure it does. I I, I will probably end up playing it. Uh, I'm going to ask a dumb question because I don't pay enough attention. Uh, PS4 exclusive or? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this, is, this is a Sony Studios game. Um, obviously I know like Trace was out here, I might get a PS4, that sort of stuff, uh, the, with PS5 being backwards, backwards compatible, uh, oh. just wait for that shit. Like, honestly, okay. I, I don't think you need to run out. Like if, if I don't have the money just like sitting aside for this, I will definitely wait for it because I'm, I've already paid for the last of us. So, you know, that's, that can hold me over until like cyberpunk and shit. So that's um, good because I did spend $130 on three stakes today. So I, I'm glad <laughs> that I don't need to go shelling out more money. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it does look cool enough. I don't know. I'm not like super jazzed about it. Um, 
honestly, if I had to like compare it, I don't think I'm as excited as I was for like Days Gone, even um, a game that I only just liked. So I don't I don't really know where I sit on that one. But other than if the money is sitting around, I will buy it <laughs> and pick it up if it ends up on sale or maybe it'll end up on a PlayStation Plus for free thing. Um, cool enough anyway. But uh, enough about good games. Let's talk about a crappy game. <laughs> um, is anyone here familiar with The Culling? Yes. No. I've never no. played it, but yes, I'm familiar with the game. How familiar are you with The Culling? I mean, just like the base premise, you're like on an island, right? Or some shit like that. It's essentially like, a, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Go ahead. Not like, battle it's not going to work. Is, is okay so it is is it technically a battle royale okay it, it is um so it was one of the first ones and honestly for me the culling is the closest we'll ever get to a game that is similar to the movie battle royale um okay which is obviously something i want in my life but this was as close as we got to it um so the culling one came out and it was pretty damn popular for a while leading twitch streams and shit like that and then they decided that they were going to make the culling too why not right like that's the thing that you do well the culling 2 bombed almost immediately uh i want to say it was less than a month before they actually pulled it from sale because it's the same company but maybe it, it, it is it is <laughs> so culling 2 was bad they gave out a bunch of refunds and shit and yeah nobody liked what they changed so then like hey we're gonna go back to the culling one and just do some updates right <laughs> did they fuck well, it they destroyed the game so apparently I never actually played it after that. Um, they shut the game down last year. They shut the culling down completely last year. Well, it's back. The culling is back. It is, uh, as of right now, exclusive to the Xbox one. And um, it is no longer free to play. You have to pay $6 for this game. Okay. Oh, wow. Big spender, dude. I know this sounds crazy, but I promise you it gets even crazier. Um, if you want to play matches in the culling, you have to play or you have to use a token to, to play a game. Now you can begin. To you're see not about to say token. what I think you're about to say. <laughs> you get one token per day. You can play once a day for free or for your $6 entry fee. Take, if you win a match, you get more tokens. Otherwise you have to fucking buy them. <laughs> How much is one token? Can you even buy one token? So, so a dollar will get you three tokens. Okay. okay. It's um, not good, but it's not awful. It's so not it's, as bad as it could be. It's not as bad as it could be, but so so one dollar for um for three, three dollars for ten, five dollars for twenty. Okay. Five dollars you get yourself twenty matches. It's not the worst thing in the world if you didn't already have to pay for the game. I get it. It's six dollars, but you know what? I already paid for my fucking game. Give me like three matches a day or some shit. And with a game like the calling, yeah. I'll probably be fucking fine with that. What gets worse is you can buy passes. You can buy a seven day pass for $2, play as much as you <laughs> want over seven days, 30 days for $6. So, you know, the price of the game, you can play for a month. Awesome. <laughs> or um, uh, I thought there was another one. I thought there was another one over the 30 days, but that might be the last one. Anyway, this is all to say, this is the shittiest fucking business model I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> For a game that is, like, middling at best. I, wh- who thought this was a good idea? Would any of you consider playing any game that you like in this way. <laughs> I, know, that like no, I didn't even consider playing it for free, so I'm not going to pay $6 to play it once a well, day. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, Imagine if Overwatch was like, hey, 
if you want to play, play, I don't even like playing this game now. I just sure. do it because I have nothing else to do. Exactly. Like, yeah. I would not play a single game that I like to play if this was the fucking monetization strategy. I wouldn't play fucking Rocket League if they said that shit. A, you because would. a match is fucking yeah, five are. minutes long. <laughs> B, because that's fucking stupid. Oh, I fucking hate it. And I hate that they're doing this because I actually kind of liked that game when it came out. But whatever. I want to talk about some good news again. Uh, who here likes Paper Mario? I, oh, dude, I'm yeah. so excited for this. How about the fact that they just fucking casually mentioned a new Super Mario is, ha- or uh, not Paper Mario is happening? Like, yeah. No Nintendo Direct, no nothing. They're just like, oh, by the way, yeah. Super Mario the Origami King is coming to Switch. And you're like, what the fucking, oh, <laughs> a, a plus title. That's so good. Oh, fucking A. Uh, I don't know much else about this game. Does it just look like a Paper Mario game? Yeah, I assume it'll just be your standard, you, you know. Play little, Mario little Mario. You play as Mario you play as paper. <laughs> well, I love playing as paper. Is there a Dwight Schrute cameo I can <laughs> Actually, <laughs> speaking of Dwight Schrute, Kendra and I were just talking about how we should give The Office a chance. Yes. We're getting desperate enough. We're getting the well is running dry enough to where I think I'm going to try to suffer through season one, Michael Scott, and just ride it out. I would yeah, say I mean, you do. Get to season three, at least. Get to season three? You can honestly Ooh. skip season one if you want to. Nah. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, if, if you are so repulsed Only by Only babies skip stuff. One, like, season one is just so trying to be the British version that it is not the quality of the rest of it. Gotcha. My opinion. Not okay. gospel. <laughs> uh, moving on. Opinions are gospel now, Jordan, by the way. Well, mine are usually, but not when I say that. Um, Fallout 76 has a 2020 roadmap. Matt, can you clue us in a little bit more on this? Yeah, the Brotherhood is fucking coming. Uh, yes. Brotherhood of shit. Deal? The, the Brotherhood of Aluminum. Yeah, Brotherhood of Aluminum, <laughs> because Aluminum is the bane of my existence. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, so let's talk about this. Um, they're introducing seasons, which I'm assuming just act as other games' seasons do, right? Uh, kind One of, except it's been. all free, and uh, even, like, you don't pay anything for the season. At least for the first season, we don't know anything going so, after. But no, like, other than that, yeah, like, it's like a battle pass kind of deal, but then, um, you know, it's got the cosmetics, the bullshit, and all that other fun stuff. It's replacing their current um, challenge system that rewards, like, the in-game, the, uh, the store currency and all that shit. So, I think it'll be cool. It'll be a little more fun to work towards instead of bullshit challenges that I never complete anyways. Sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It looks cool. They've got all kinds of shit coming up this year. And if they're building off the base that is Wastelanders, then there's only more greatness to achieve for them. So I'm excited for it, which I wouldn't have said like, um, you know, a year ago. <laughs> I started that reinstall and it got to about 2% before I went, nah. Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm oh, good. So three days to say no. Nah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. About <laughs> you. Sh- you should fucking play that. It's good. I. It's really lie. good. It's, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, so more stuff is coming. So with that first one, you're getting a new legendary boss, new high level perks. Um, either adding new quest lines and things like that. Um, but when fractured steel happens and the Brotherhood of Steel returns. You get uh, camp shelters where you can actually build like giant interiors and shit. Um, presumably giant. You can actually build inside spaces, let's say. 
um, repeatable missions, customization options. Like there's a lot that they're actually doing for this. And the fact that they're continuing to do it on a free basis just shows you that, hey, they actually want this game to be good. Right. And they, they feel real bad that it sucked. <laughs> <Yeah. Help. laughs> or that Bethesda just has all that Skyrim money and they don't give a shit. Well, I don't think they would. I think <laughs> if that was the case, they would have just thrown Fallout 76 in the trash and been like, hey, Fallout 5 coming in a few years. Because, <laughs> you know, that's we what all hoped. You know, speaking <laughs> of things that are getting fixed, talk about Anthem? Yeah, you can talk about that Anthem thing if you want. I don't really know much about it. What I do know is that they've made a promise, okay? And when they make a promise to fix a <laughs> they game, usually don't they're very it, yeah. They usually don't do that, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, they just released another thing saying, hey, we're really finally ready to slow down here, take a look at what's going on, and see what we can do to fix it. They have done that four or five times now, being like, right? look, we, look, this game sucks. We know it sucks. We're going to make it better. And a few months later, okay, we're going to have an, a, a cataclysm event. So what they did was be better. they waited for everyone to stop playing it. And then they said, okay, well, you know, we're back <laughs> off. and then now that no they one waited for it. everyone to like lose complete interest in it. And then they waited for people to forget about it. And then they were like, hey, we're going to fix that game. So you're telling and me that BioWare is... So you're telling me that BioWare is the Darth Sidious of the video game industry <laughs> and is just playing the oh. world's longest 5D chess match. It yeah. is much better. I just want to point done. out that their team is only 30 people at the moment compared to like the couple hundred that worked on it. I don't want to do it. They might yeah. want to look at hiring somebody is all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, yeah, come on, make it 31, make it 32. Yeah, so... To Lyle's point here, they said, yeah, we're working on it. But they also said, don't expect any news for a while. Like, yeah. they're definitely yeah. trying to temper expectations and like, oh, we might hear about Anthem this year. And like, they're trying to be like, nah, man, it's going to take a fucking long time. You might want to give us like a year and a half or something, which is not a good sign. Everyone is legitimately going to forget about that. That, Yeah, that's going to say just enough time for everyone to forget. And then it'll come back and everyone will be like, oh, this game's fucking awesome. I'm going to laugh when some like big name studio releases what is essentially Anthem, but good, like right before they announce Anthem next. <laughs> I can't wait for a fucking, like a, an indie developer with five of his friends to make a fucking better version of Anthem. Because okay, that seems, so, or, it doesn't always happen, just it seems like some crazy shit like that seems to happen. Right. It puts the budget in the right places. Right. Well, yeah, because it seems like when you move something to an indie situation away from a more corporate situation, you have a lot less unqualified higher ups. When I say unqualified, I don't mean they're unqualified to be management. I mean, they're unqualified to be making video games. Uh, when you don't have them pinching fucking hundreds of thousand dollars from production costs, it seems like shit seems to go pretty well there. But also they got the they got the funding, so you kind of need them. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword for sure. So what are they like? Do you, do you want money or do you want know-how? Because you can pick one and you can't have the other. One stifles the other usually. Yeah. What was that, Lyle? I was just saying, what do they got to fix in Anthem? Oh, nothing. No, <laughs> we've done this shit. so many times. They need to fix. They need to. That's I don't right. know. They need to. That's right. So here's what I'm saying. Why not come up with a new title? Keep Mass. The flight. Keep Hold the flight. On. Mass. Oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, hey, keep As the combat. Effect. Keep the combat, <laughs> flight system, 
and then call it something else and just make it a new game, new idea. What's a it's no, just what's a synonym for anthem? anthem? Hold on, what's a synonym for anthem? It's gotta be something dumb, right? Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. What? Not, what are you Good Charlotte. That'd be Oh God! <laughs> I, I get that joke, Jacob. I know no one is laughing, Thank but you. I get that. Joke. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head. The only one listener out there is also laughing. Someone just, I just died. Got a seahorse. All right. What about a seahorse? Um. Next up, Epic Games is doing something really fucking cool. Uh, they are adding their crossplay technology. Games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adding their crossplay technology, which is featured in Fortnite. Um to essentially to the unreal engine suite so that indie developers can take advantage of that shit for a lot a lot less than the you know time and effort and cost it would be to actually make your game multiplayer and and do all of those things yeah that's um, right. it's really fucking cool epic has always taken care of the people that use unreal engine combine that with um our next news story the unreal engine 5 stuff that they showed off and I, I can't hate them. Like, realistically, I just can't. I realize so, they do some shitty things, but... <laughs> we've Go we got to talk about that tech demo, because as far as the tech demo goes, that was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, like, we're going to call it a tech demo, because it basically looks like every next-gen tech demo that's ever happened, where it's like, oh, this is what we think next-gen consoles are going to look like. But this Unreal Engine 5 demo was something Playable. being played. It was something being played on a PlayStation 5. Um, it may have been, or it definitely was, let's say, a um, a snippet of a game. Like, they didn't have to load everything into memory and all that shit. But this was the most fucking supernatural Tomb Raider thing I've ever seen. Oh, and yeah. They spent this entire presentation talking about, hey, here's what we did with lighting, and here's all these triangles, so we don't need to use polygons anymore. And yeah free up bandwidth and do all this shit and take advantage of the PlayStation 5 SSD and all this other stuff. Like, Yeah, you can go in and move shit around as it's all crumbling and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's ridiculous what they're going to be able to do. It's, it's nuts. You hear um, game developers talk about this thing and, you know, the, the meme's coming out now and I, I forget who posted it, but, like, everyone freaks out about the PlayStation 5 controller, but when they see the technology that powers their games, they don't give a shit. And it's it's kind of true, but the stuff that they're talking about, you listen to game developers, especially like indie developers who, you know, <laughs> are sometimes working on this shit by themselves. Um, they think a lot of this stuff in Unreal Engine 5 is going to be like a fucking revelation. Mm. It looks fucking great, and apparently they're doing it with relatively minimal like processing power. Stuff that wasn't even fathomable at the highest level recently is becoming like medium level. It's It's pretty fucking nuts looking. Um, if anyone is interested in that, that is a Lumen in the Land of Nanite, which is the greatest name for a demo I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, that was part of Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest, uh, which kicked off this week with that announcement and won uh, Tony Hawk remasters. Who? I, yes. Who among us? There was who already one. Yeah, yeah, that one was yeah, ass. Okay, so yep. here's, here's what I want to say about that. Um, the other Tony Hawk HD was made by a studio named uh robo moto i believe and um they they're not now? good they i they might be hold on i i know i've seen their other games before yep it says was so, on wikipedia they're definitely dead now um weird it happened like right after 
Tony Hawk 5 <laughs> came out. That's strange. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so they made Tony Hawk 5. They made um, the HD. They made a bunch of, like, fucking bullshit and connect games. Tony Hawk Ride and Tony Hawk Shred. Uh, they never once put out a good game. That's just... I'm just going to go ahead and say... Sorry to any Robomoto fans out there. Wow. So Wait, they're, they're the ones that pioneered that Tony Hawk skateboard that you rode as a video game controller. That's the one. That's Geniuses. the one. Um, <laughs> Visionaries. On the flip side, however, this new Tony Hawk collection, which is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, is helmed by Vicarious Visions. Um, they have done, most recently, the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. They did the PC work for Destiny 2. Um, they did a bunch of Skylander stuff. They've worked on a lot of guitar. Well, which Hero. PC work for Destiny Two? Because that could be good or Ma- bad. Like making it. Um, oh. Yeah, th- they've done a lot of shit. A lot of ports. Like they're a studio that's basically based around ports. Um, they put like the Spider-Man games on the Game Boy Advance back in the day and all that stuff. So this is a company that has some cred in taking a code base and actually like updating it and making it work in a specific space. So. That alone is enough for me to get excited about this. But then they're talking about, you know, okay, they're not just uprising it, which is what they did with the original Tony Hawk the first time. Um, they're adding in things like the revert to the first game, which was not there, and actually remastering these games mm-hmm. while also keeping about 90% of the original soundtrack intact, which is... What band? I guess it's not the band, huh? It's the company that owns the band's music that doesn't want to license it out. Because what band that was in Tony Hawk would be like, no, fuck you, you can't use my music for the new one. Suicidal Tendencies <laughs> is the notable exception to this. Wait, um, what? Did they not want their music in Tony Hawk? Yeah, so um, I posted it oh, in yeah, the fuck that guy. Discord somewhere. Um, I'll just but they read had off. a song in a fucking Dave Mira BMX game. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, well, Dave Mira sucks... Dave Mira is dead. How good fucking dick. dare you? Yeah. I, you, you didn't let me finish my sentence. I said he sucked a good dick. Thank you very much. <laughs> Those Dave Mira games were fucking, and still are, the best BMX games we'll ever see in our goddamn life. They um, are the Tony Hawk of BMX games. Wait, so what? what is your... Uh, no, Tony Hawk American Wasteland, you can ride a bike. I would argue that that's the best. And it was game. fine. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It wasn't great. It was not great. Um, Trace, what is your Suicidal Tendencies and Dave Mira point here? Oh, I was just saying, I was. I wonder why, because they must have just had an issue with Tony Hawk and didn't want it, or the studio, and didn't want their music uh, affiliated with that studio, but also didn't didn't Neversoft make the Dave Mira games? Or the Dave uh, Mira game, at least? I think uh, Neversoft, I could be wrong about this, and I'm not going to take the time to look it up. I want to say that Neversoft made the Matt Hoffman games. Oh, that actually, that sounds right. Mm, yeah. I want to say that. That could be wrong. I'll maybe look it up here in a minute. Um, anyway, to the point here, we have a total of six songs between the two games that are not coming back from the original soundtrack. One is Psycho Vision by The Suicidal Tendencies, which is a goddamn shame. That yeah. song is fucking gold. Um, the other ones I'm not really going to miss. Bring the Noise by Anthrax and Public Enemy. Sure, that's a fine song. Yeah. I'm not going to miss it. Nah. Um, B-Boy Document 99 with the high and mighty most deaf and mad skills is a fine song as well. But you know what? Superman is there. So what can we That's complain about? That's all that matters. Here I am. Did so you guys see Goldfinger's been doing uh, quarantine music videos where they're all they just recording oh. their stuff? Oh, it's better now seeing like a 50-year-old dude jumping around singing Superman. I think it's a little bit better. 
I have no kind words to say about John Feldman. However, I will Why say Why don't you like Ska? I yeah, like what, what I like Ska. Ska. You... John Feldman fucking ruined Blink-182. That is first of all not the case. <laughs> Second of all, it is the case. New Goldfinger me... sounds exactly like Blink-182 actually. Okay, so maybe fucking album or what? It was f- I would argue better. that Alien threw in Blink-182. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> fine. <laughs> don't, look, don't get pissed. Look at him. No, fine. 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 No, I'm not mad. It's okay. No, it's, it's fine. Let's just fucking keep going. Let's talk about the next thing. I'm so excited. I, I don't know that I was done talking about this. <laughs> no, I'm stoked for Tony Hawk. Anyway, let's get let's get that out of here. Yeah. Um. I used to think that that Suicidal Tendencies song uh, said, I'm not crazy, and instead of institution, because they say it kind of weird, for whatever uh-huh. reason, my cousin and I were convinced that they were saying, you're the one that's crazy! Hey, nipple shirt! What hey, nipple shirt. Hey, hey, nipple shirt. Hey, nipple shirt. Yeah, hey, nipple shirt. I know. Was I was like, okay, well, I'm already not smart, and I was fucking eight, so I was even dumber then. I'm sorry. Yeah, and just think, when you're eight, a nipple is pretty fucking punk rock. Like, that's oh yeah, that's a pretty hard line to put into a song. You're like, yeah, must be what they're that fucking nipple shirt? Sense. That's so fucking stupid. Anyway. What is a nipple shirt? Is it like an Ed Gein nipple shirt where it's a shirt made of like 78 nipples? No. Or uh, no, no, I immediately thought of Mean or... Girls. Yeah, yeah exactly. Also, oh, a nipple shirt is not a nipple. thing. It's just a thing you heard one time because you made that shit up. Although, I heard wouldn't it. Wouldn't a nipple shirt I be a shirt it. just for your nipple? So it should just be two so that's little a, shirts. It's a, yo, yo, you mean like a bra, Jacob? Like a shirt for your no, nipple? No, I'm talking, no, I'm talking like a cloth pasty. Like, uh, yeah, pasties exist. So, why are you guys telling me that hey, nipple shirt is fucking pointless? (laughs) Everybody knows the the other name for pasty is nipple shirt. And also, why did they say that? said it was the yellow solution. Get me the profession up, protect me from the enemy myself. I'm forever gonna hear nipple shirt when I listen to (laughs) this. Sorry, I'll probably get hit in nipple shirt, anyways. I'm fucking sorry. I'm done being vulnerable on this show. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, next up in our re-release calendar, we have a Mafia trilogy coming. I'm fucking excited. I know at least Hell one other yeah. person on this podcast is excited. I, uh, I only care about one Mafia, Mafia too, game, and yeah. it's Empire of Sin. Because Okay, well, that's not this, but we'll talk that's, about that later. <laughs> that's coming up later. Um, no, so Mafia is a good game. Uh, ma- Mafia? It's, it's the Mafia is a good guys. Just gotta get to know them. Is the plural of the Mafia games Mafia? Anyway... They're like good games, home. especially the first two. Um, the third one is not bad. It's just very different, um, and it's missing some quality of life stuff that two did ten years earlier so much better. But whatever. Um, we got a studio saying that hey, this stuff's coming. Check back on the nineteenth, which is uh, as of this recording, four days away. But some stuff leaked out. Apparently, if the leaks are to be believed, and they were pretty fucking convincing since they were trailers that had dates on them. Um, Mafia 2 is going to be uh, up-resed, essentially, and is going to release the day of the announcement. And then uh, Mafia 1 is getting a full-on remaster, uh, as it should, since it's a lot older. Um, Let's say, I don't know about Resident Evil 2 style, but at least like Crash Bandicoot style. Um, And that's going to come in like September or something? Something like that. They're going to break them up a little bit. Uh, but as Matt said, I'll play the fuck out of Mafia 1 and 2 again because these games are fucking great. Is, Trish, are you pissing? 
He's got just, wireless headphones, and I just saw him get a, up away from his desk. I guess he oh. couldn't answer us if he was pissing. So yeah. he, he might be able to. Uh, let's see scream really else. loud if you can hear us. Please, please don't do that. Uh, anyway, Sony, Sony's back in the news again. Um, they were talking in an earnings call thing or some sort of investor, or whatever. Um, essentially, to break it down, Sony is not delaying the PlayStation Five. Uh, cool. The effects of this this virus are not going to affect um, the console release, as they kind of said before. The only <laughs> In not so many words, the only way they're going to delay this thing is if Microsoft delays theirs first, and I don't see either of them taking that step. So, good to know. I'm v- very ready to buy another fucking PlayStation because yeah. you've got really good range on your headphones, Trace. I, excuse me. I have really good range. I was trying to pee while fucking laughing my oh, ass yeah. off. <laughs> Just pissed all over the seat. Left good it for times. Kendra. Yeah, but then he was also laughing this time. Um, <laughs> next up. <laughs> <laughs> Civilization 6 is getting what the fuck are they calling it? Uh season passes or a season pass and seasons. Huh. I don't Wait, six since like three days after launch. So well, uh good news for you. Those expansions are actually really fucking good. But isn't that the one I'm trying to think of which one that was. Which one which was? Uh, the, the, the expansions were six. Well, it, it had the good ones, and then it had like the climate change one, which wasn't as good. I thought you were gonna say it had, it had those those good ones, and then those those bad ones too. Um, <laughs> and then the bad ones as well. Everybody knows the bad ones. Um, what the hell was it called? Fucking something about climate change. Storms, a storm's brewing. Gathering storms. <laughs> if storm. this could be us. There's a storm brewing, Mister Wayne. Something like that. I don't know. Um, oh anyway, there. They're adding a total of eight new civilizations, nine leaders, and six game modes for forty dollars. Um, a forty dollars season pass. I don't I can know even how this name nine leaders that probably aren't already in the game. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They're going to name them for you. There's got to uh, be like four, right? Like Gandhi. Uh, Gandhi, yeah, he's the one. You got uh, Caesar, I assume, right? Some you got two. like uh, you got like Pharaoh hey, guy. Wild. <laughs> Who's the leader for America? Quick. Is it Washington? Ronald know. McDonald? It should be. Oh, God. I feel like it's oh, George Hamburglar. Washington. Or like FDR. No, it's FDR, isn't it? Yeah. They... Roosevelt? Where's yeah. the name of president? Yeah. Anyway, I was just trying to trying to think of that. Um, also getting things like apocalypse game modes that sound actually pretty dope. Um, something very sad called the Ethiopia pack, which makes me oh, no. die, die. <laughs> gives all the NPCs distended bellies. Um, That's so the extent of your Ethiopian knowledge, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> is that where Patagonia is? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so a lot of lot of shit coming to that game for the price of not even another game. I don't know. I'm yeah. kind of into it. Um, Lyle, do you have any inkling to go back to this game? Yeah, of course I will. Okay. Did you ever did you ever go back and play the uh Gathering Storm again since you like first booted it up or was were you just done with it? I think so. That was after that was after I started my big quest thing, wasn't it? Big questing? Yeah, yes. where I beat every difficulty with a different leader. Oh yeah, and then you kind of like gave up on it, didn't you? 
And I don't no, mean that. That like, doesn't sound like wild. Like, like, <laughs> no, that wasn't. <laughs> that, that couldn't have been me. Huh. All right. I do re- vaguely remember that. But anyway, I think that game's yeah. cool. I'll play more of that game. Um, though at the same time, I kind of do want a Civ 7 where they actually go back and do diplomacy right and take me yeah, back to cool. the good old days. Um, speaking of Empire of Sin, like 20 years ago, um, John Romero put out a basically character video for Empire of Sin. And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I think it's pretty fucking cool. Um, he's adding his great grandmother as an in-game character because she was a fucking, <laughs> she was doing a straight up mob boss or mob, mob something back in the day. Um, Elvira Duarte, which is a badass name. Uh, that's, her, be- that's a real name on a birth certificate of a American citizen. <laughs> yes, that is John Romero's great grandmother's name. And also she was in the fucking mob, so you probably shouldn't make fun of it. No, I'm, I'm saying um, that's cool as fuck. I know. Um, yeah, badass name, badass person, apparently. And you know, I feel for John because now he can put his great grandmother into a game, and that seems like a really fucking cool thing to do as long as he actually cares about her, which I assume that he does since he's doing it. Right. Uh, he like puts her, he puts her in the game as like some sort of just fucking like shooting range. With targets, targets, some fucking yeah. boots and fucking tosses she her into the fucking, river. She just gets blown up constantly by shit. I'm just imagining that dude at the shooting range in perfect dark where you just litter him with fucking arrows and he doesn't give a fuck. Anybody else do that? No, just me. Uh-uh. All right, cool. Moving on. Um, last bit of news and I'm only bringing it up because I think it's fucking funny the Netflix is making a grudge TV show <laughs> oh my god um, so two two things um, they're using the Japanese name it's called Juon Origins um, given what they did with Haunting of Hill House I will at least consider this are these American actors or are these Japanese actors um, you know I didn't look that far into it I'm sorry I, I apologize um, there's a trailer if you want to watch that. I don't. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that wh- why Netflix are you doing this? Um, that new Grudge movie just came out in January and it sucked hot shit. <laughs> and now's the time where you're like, man, we got to capitalize on the Grudge name. Like it's fucking <laughs> hot right now. Yeah, you're about 20 years late on that. Not 2015, maybe. I don't even fucking remember. I'll I'll, I'll meet yeah. you at. 14 sounds about right anyway that's the news Lots i of do have a, one more bit of news um, before we move on bring up the news secondary no, go news. ahead Trace. you go i want to hear about your ufc fight anyway My, um, no mine's a, oh actually no there was a ufc <laughs> fight and uh yeah, all i'm gonna say <laughs> is that anthony smith's corner needs to be fucking fired immediately because they let that dude shot immediately holy shit anyway what they, they let him get fucking pummeled uh, for five fucking rounds, he at one point he went back to his stool and didn't even face his corner. He sat like facing to the right of his corner, kind of not really saying, but like the body language of being like, I'm fucking done. And he also told his corner at one point, My teeth are falling out. And there's and an actual like, right, video. Get back in there. Yeah. Yeah. So he tells them, My teeth are falling out. There's a clip of him getting fucking ground and pounded. And he hands the referee one of his teeth that is that has been knocked out. And in the stoppage video, you can look at his corner and his corner saying, no, don't stop. Don't stop. And it's like, nah. But anyways, um, Credit, if you come back and won that shit, it would have been the greatest story. Of all time. Yeah, <laughs> right. And the, the ref was being very generous. And he was like 
kind of defending himself enough to like say that he was in it. But you know how like in boxing, when you just see somebody take so many fucking shots and it's like the, the lights are dimming with every shot. That's what was going on with him. And it was just like so quick and like really sharp at the beginning. And then by, I don't know, maybe two minutes in, he looked like a jellyfish just kind of floating around. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't cool. It wasn't, it wasn't very fun to watch after like the like third or fourth round. It started to get like pretty like angering. (laughs) The guy that's on his back saying like, Hey, sorry. I, you know, yeah, the, fucking Glover Teixeira. You can look up a video, and there's a clip of him fucking apologizing to Anthony because the ref hasn't stopped it. His corner hasn't thrown it in, so technically Glover is forced to continue to fucking deal damage. I just want to bring up again that I think it's even worse that there's no crowd because literally all you hear is the sound of flesh hitting flesh. There's no cheering. There's no booing. It's literally just. I'm sorry, I don't mean to do this. Honestly, these crowdless UFC events are getting fucking brutal. The last two of them have been some really gnarly fights, and you get to hear all of it. But I don't, I don't want to fill this up too much. Oh wait, wait, sorry, okay. I didn't want to fill this up too much on sport talk. Is there seriously no avenue for a fighter to give up the fight himself? <laughs> there is, there is. But dude, these, I mean, yeah, they're fucking roided out. They don't want to do it. Not he even. Not even if they are or aren't roided out. He didn't say he wanted to surrender, but he's saying shit like my teeth are getting knocked out or my teeth are getting knocked loose and shit like that. His brain was knocked loose also. He didn't know how to leave. Like, I hate to sound fucking cheesy because everyone calls these dudes, everyone calls these fighters this, but these, these, these people are fucking gladiators. They're warriors. They like, they know nothing, but I feel like he knew he lost. Yeah, but I mean, he's a fighter. He's not going to. As a fighter, would you rather have it on your record that you got well, fucking knocked senseless or that you literally stopped the fight so, by bending over and tapping on the ground while you're still awake? Well, my so my point here is more I don't his corner is obviously believes he's a fighter too, if they were letting him go. Like, I don't think there should be blame on his okay. corner for being like there is because the corner's job is to fucking defend their fighter. They're 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 their job then. He's supposed to defend himself. That's his primary I mean, you're technically right. Man. Yes, that is true. <laughs> yes, it is his, yeah, I mean, it, it is physically his job to protect him, but it's the corner's job to protect the fighter from themselves because these fighters are fucking crazy, dude. And they've got adrenaline going on. I mean, like, it's like being like really deep into a drunk and then being like, oh, hey, do you want more to drink? And you're all, oh, no, I think I'm going to call it good. Like, that doesn't happen. You just keep fucking going through it. Right, like I said, these dudes just have a fucking mindset that is not in line with anything, with any of our mindsets, and they honestly. So I would, I would probably put most of the the blame, as it were, for lack of a better term, on the ref. The first time that somebody like faked at me, I'd give up right then. So, (laughs) (laughs) Jordan, I'll I'll send. I know I've talked about on the podcast. I want to send you some of the clips because it. I know like when I'm just talking about like a fight going too long, it's really easy to say ref should have stopped it, but it was kind of a weird position to where Anthony Smith was just taking like, he wasn't getting swarmed with shots at any point. He was just taking like two big shots. Few, a little bit goes by another couple big shots, another big shot. Punch his nose clean right off his face. Punch his tits off his (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) that makes me feel a little better. I don't know. Like I said, having having not seen it, um, I would say like 
I, I would say the ref probably should have stopped it once teeth started falling out, but that's just that's just <laughs> right? I don't I don't right, know anything yeah. about I don't know anything about the UFC. I will be the first person to tell you that. Um, so other than Dana White is a shithead. To, yeah. Technically the ref is a, supposed to stop the fight when the person is no longer intelligently defending themselves. And if and in my head, if you are able to grab a tooth and hand it to oh, a sure. ref, okay. Okay. you are still <laughs> technically able to defend yourself. He grabbed that tooth and said the uh, ref, no. so told the ref, this is my tooth. Take care of it for <laughs> you me. Right. You could be not stupid and still be able to like, oh, to, mommy, I found this rock. Like he, he doesn't know he's this tooth never too. never been knocked out in your life. <laughs> That's not true. I got choked out in the back of Little Caesars so many times. <laughs> that's okay. different. I, I feel like that's a little different. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> Um, I did have a piece of news. A local Arizona, um, he'd he'd run for Congress a bit and was also a very big uh, marijuana activist as well as the stepdad of a friend of Jacob and I. Uh, he passed away, Michael Weiser, at 61. And the, the collective cannabis industry of Arizona owes a lot to him. Uh, I didn't quite realize it until he passed away, but I have, I have a cousin that hasn't lived in, in town in over a decade that is in the medical marijuana industry and is familiar with his name and like what he's done down in fucking Phoenix. So that's just a real kick in the knockers, but we will continue and we will hopefully one day have fucking recreational marijuana available for, for all Arizona citizens in the name of Michael Weiser. So this dabs for you, Michael on this, the 420th day of our Lord. Yes. Also, what's up with us? I hear about you having the homie hookup now that you just haven't told any of us about. You got you got your fucking family in the the grow business. You got a yeah. Little, I don't. Little... It's, not, it's not grow, and I don't. I don't have any connections. It's I have not uh, benefited anything in, <laughs> in terms of free product. I think I may have. I may have smoked half a joint that he got for free or something one time with him, but that was about it. Well, now you sound like a politician. <laughs> uh... I may. Have I didn't even inhale. When I didn't inhale, and I definitely didn't blow my cousin. Anyway, next thing you know, you're going to be back on this podcast in two months and selling your house and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Lyle graduated. I'm trying to sing Pomp and Circumstance. But oh. there's no lyrics to this song. <laughs> oh, my God. You know that there are lyrics. <laughs> I don't, but I've played it a million times in high school being in band. How if I graduated three times and I did not know what that song was? <laughs> you weren't in band? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. for a while. <laughs> and I was in the bell choir. Ooh. Sure, we played that shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, anyway, congrats, Lyle. Hey, Mr. L. Yeah, we're not gonna say last name because he's a teacher now, and so like we gotta we gotta start protecting his identity because he says some really incriminating things on this show. Some really dark, horrible things no child should ever hear. Whoa. So now we do have a Mr. You're Professor M in the house. You're just making everything worse for Lyle. <laughs> I mean Leroy. Professor Duncan. Uh, Professor Duncan. Yes, congrats. Congratulations, Lyle. About fucking time. Full time podcaster. Here you come. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Can I interrupt this for just one second? I didn't actually graduate. Uh, Bummer. Okay. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Cut it it from the podcast. (laughs) 
I put in my application. They lost the application, so they didn't put me in the program. So I'm gonna call. You didn't put your application in. No, no, no. I fucking did. And then so I resubmitted, and now I'm graduating in the summer. That is the most scholarly fucking bullshit I've ever heard of my goddamn life. (laughs) Oh well. Uh, that's that's kind of funny. I'm sorry. That's funny. Was that the was that the only news? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why can you graduate now though? Because it's not like you have a fucking ceremony to go to anyway, with right. everyone being like. No, you, you know what the ceremony was? They did a thing where they talked to a video recording, and then we were all supposed to tune into Facebook Live to watch it. That no one did, I'm sure. I don't know. Somebody, I'm sure somebody. A whopping did. five viewers, probably. Anyways, guys, Someone's we want to talk about what we did this week. Yeah. Okay, I want to take the reins because you guys have been screaming at me to watch what we do in the shadows. And I am yep. sorry for being so resistant to your pleas because the movie was great. And actually, sure. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to be bold here and admit that when I first started the TV show and I did not see Taika and Jermaine, I was like, well, uh, yeah, I feel that. And then also if like, it wasn't for your guys's praise, I, I probably would have given them enough time to win me over. No. But I was definitely concerned. I was like, oh, so it wasn't like fantastic. Right. You know, I mean, it's not terrible or anything like that, but it doesn't like really showcase like the the characters and how great they are. I think it, you got to get into it for a little bit for that. Yeah. Right. And speaking of the characters, um, I don't know if you guys noticed this at all. I know Jacob enjoyed my uh, mm-hmm. me pointing it out. Uh, the character Guillermo is quite a bit like a one Trace Turner on this podcast, who yeah. is very out of touch with the horror world. And has some very spooky friends in his circle that he would love, 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 love to fit in with. Dude, you know what? <laughs> guy. Like so- Guillermo, I am also a bit of a pudgy brown fellow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doesn't he like say like something about Mexican vampires at some point or like I don't know. I may have not got to that yet. Uh anyways. Yeah. Um so also that cat behind you looks like the Jermaine Clement cat, Jacob. <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> that may have been the best uh, moment from that movie was the Jermaine oh, Clement. So, I love that movie so much. Yeah, and then I think, um, I, I, love the movie. I think I might like the TV show more though. Really? I, I think, yeah, it's I think Nadia like and Laszlo are Matt yeah. Barry is a fucking genius. That dude is hilarious in everything he's in. Yeah, seriously, I think Laszlo. I prefer over, uh, oh God. Deacon's uh, just a fucking dickhead. I could live without not Deacon. Deacon. No, not Deacon. The other two. Um, Nando? Are you talking movie or TV show? Movie. Vladislav oh. and. Um, oh, what's, yeah, what's Taika's character's what name? What is Taika's name? Viago. Viago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I think I like Laszlo more than everyone else. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He's fucking great. Yeah, no, that's what's fucking. Colin great. Robinson's he, fantastic. Oh my! Colin God. is great too. But I'm, I'm particularly, or I don't want to say this in a too weird of a way, but the fucking, uh, the Volva Garden that <laughs> that Laszlo has cultivated. The fucking Volva Garden is one of the funniest, weirdest fucking things I've ever seen somebody come up with in a TV show. <laughs> don't worry, Trace. It's not possible to say that in a non-weird way. So you're yeah. good. And then they fucking bury the bear and he's like, betwixt my two favorite vulvas, my mother and... My lovely lady wife. <laughs> my, oh yeah, yeah, Nodges, fuck. 
I hate. Oh yeah, you would like, <laughs> like that I showed you that. So uh, you're you're not caught up yet, then? Huh? No. No, I no. just wa- Kendra and I are. I've watched the trial, but Kendra has not. So we're, that's the episode we're watching, dude. The latest episode is a Colin Robinson episode, and it's fucking great. There, uh, you're they too, just you're too behind. Episode, that one was yeah. fucking hilarious. The most oh, recent one was oh, fucking has a fantastic. pretty big cameo like, in it. Yeah, not too behind. You're, you're one behind. The, the most recent one was I, I don't want to spoil. I don't, it's fucking okay. This whole season has been better than the first season I think. So damn i'm excited so speaking of cameos in the trial uh we do have a one wesley snipes that we learned today has not been in prison since 2013 <laughs> and we have um batista we have a drax <laughs> we have a tilda swinton which i was watching it and i'm like I'm not, you guys are going to fucking kill me for this. I was like, where have I seen her? And I was like, oh, I saw, so I, I looked, I looked it up and I'm like, oh, Narnia. And I was like, oh, Snowpiercer. Okay. I recognize that yeah. horrible <laughs> mouth. He knows that horrible mouth. Who else? So, oh, do fucking, you guys fucking, fucking Paul Rubens? What? Uh, remember that one time in Buffy? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Not even the TV show. So good. <laughs> I know. I like that they list it in the article that I saw. It was like Paul Rubens of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I'm like, yeah. wait, you mean Paul? Wait, fucking when? <laughs> as opposed to Paul Rubens. It's a different Paul well, Rubens, not Pee Wee Herman, then, right? Because. No, like they were they were doing their vampire chops, clearly, with that article. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Wesley Snipes is probably not best known for Blade, but maybe these days, I don't know. But if you <laughs> put a gun to my head and said, name a Wesley Snipes movie, <laughs> yep. Blade's the first and only movie coming out Demolition of Demolition Man. Mouth. Demolition Man. Yep. <laughs> I'm dead. No, I'm Those dead. are the two if I got. Said, if, you said, if you said name two, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> If you said name three, I'm definitely dead. But uh, play two, does that count? No. <laughs> so, do you guys think that that's Matt Barry's like normal speaking voice, or is he like Gilbert Gottfried and just like every role he's in, he puts on that accent? Because it's the same thing in IT Crowd. Wait, 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 wait! Are you telling me that Gilbert Gottfried is fucking hamming his voice? You did? It, yes. Am I? What? You guys actually didn't know no, that? Right. Oh. Wait, wait, wait! Hand rewind. Pause. What does he sound like? I mean, it's just like it's Claudio like a, Sanchez situation. Is that what's going on here? No, it's pretty it's close the to the same. But bassy voice. <laughs> you can tell he like he he turns it on when he yeah uh, you know is Iago. Well, okay, or, all right. You know. so, so is yes, he still like a little sense. bit squawky in his normal speaking voice though? I think so. But yeah. he doesn't talk Ooh. like this all the time. I can't okay. even do a Gilbert Gottfried. I just knew I had to get real squinty because that's like that's his thing, right? <laughs> That for Did sure. you guys ever see the clip of him reading Fifty Shades of Grey? I knew <laughs> those were the next words out of your mouth. I fucking yeah, it. it was terrible. Holy <laughs> fuck, is this erotic? My God, holy hell, anyway. <laughs> is it erotic? Uh, yeah, that's that's a good thing from like fucking ten years ago now. One of the greatest things we've ever had um, as humans. Um, where were we? <laughs> I have no Trace fucking was, clue. Trace was talking about the Cam- things he did this week, and he watched cameos what we did and what we do in the shadows. But that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, hey, well, Matt. Pardon, pardon the potential coughing in the background. Um, uh, Matt, has he gotten to the cameo that um, might be relevant to something he's been watching quite significantly recently? No, that's the most okay. recent episode. I assume. I'm glad somebody knows about. what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad somebody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. McGregor shows up in this fucking show. No. No. Fucking damn, that would be great right. though. 
So, anyway. hey, that was great. So the next thing, um, I know Matt has been just fucking squirming in his chair for the last couple episodes, waiting for, waiting to be able to talk about this. But uh, I finished. I'm gonna death myself because I haven't watched it yet. You guys can. How talk far about are it. you? I I uh, I watched that first arc with Savage, and then I started. I watched the episode where the bombs in the Jedi Temple, and I stopped there. I was rewatching that little arc list that Matt had posted in the Discord. Quit that look of disapprovement on your face. That's not that's not going away. <laughs> Trey's finished it before you did. <laughs> I've already watched it. Forty man. hours a fucking week while He's this is happening. You gotta keep watching the Expanse, man. Yeah. Jesus. I started. I'm looking, it. I'm looking for. Uh... Lyle started mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Lyle's gonna finish it before uh, Jordan does. Probably. Oh, that's for fucking sure. It's not even on my radar at this point. So, okay, Lyle, right, we'll talk to you. Because I'm not holding back on this. Okay, no, go it. for it. Anytime. I'm just vaping. Um, go ahead. <laughs> so I feel like it's hard to talk about any part of season seven that isn't the last four episodes because that final arc, you we open up and we have the original theme song for the first time in any Clone Wars episode. You have the whole orchestral fanfare opening and... I got goosebumps. I can't imagine what it was like for somebody who's a lifelong Star Wars fan to experience that because, damn, I was hyped on it. Wait, when you say theme song, the main Star Wars theme that plays before every okay. single movie. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. That has you, not know how, you know how the, the Clone Wars theme is a little bit different. It's shortened <laughs> and the timing feels a little different. It's a little bit less of an orchestra and more in line with like a small group. Okay. But it, it was at that point that I was like, okay, lights are going off. I need to go pop some popcorn. <laughs> I'm fucking doing this right. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking that the last episode of this season was going to run concurrent with Revenge of the Sith. And it turns out in like what? The second or third episode of the arc, which would be the first, the second to last or third to last in the season, you are informed of the fact that um, any information that we could have received from Dooku is now gone because Anakin has just killed Count Dooku protecting Chancellor Palpatine, which we know so happens in the first episode when, when Ahsoka is dropping down onto the ships is the exact yeah. time that Anakin and Obi-Wan are attacking Grievous' ship. It's the same music. So they kind of did that to be like, hey, oh, okay. Oh, it's going on exact same time. Okay. And then the uh, the big oh shit moment of realizing that this is running concurrent. Matt, do you want to go ahead and say the oh shit moment? <laughs> it's what Junkin Order sixty six. Oh yeah, shit moments. So, so I'm thinking I'm watching this thinking okay we're gonna see Order sixty six kind of roll out in the last episode and the ending of this and we're gonna see how what it looks like from other places. And then I think it's the second to last episode out of fucking nowhere. Chancellor Palpatine's face fucking pops up. Execute Order 66. And poor Rex is standing in the fucking room with Ahsoka. In what poor might be. Rex. Yes, poor Rex. <laughs> I don't know anything about Rex. I'm just trying to drive the conversation here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then so Rex is a clone who he's. I mean, Rex and Cody pr- are probably in the top five for clones that actually have a personality that you kind of attach to and rex is very close rex is becomes the commander after a series of events 
he takes a, a higher role and it's at that time that he gets order 66 and Ahsoka's standing right fucking behind him. And he doesn't really, the clones can't resist order 66. So he's like a good guy who just got turned on by the, by Russia. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And, and he's he, sitting there so and his hand brutal. is fucking shaking. And then he turns on Ahsoka and his guns are fucking shaking. And it gets like lucid enough to tell her to search for another clone that died finding out the secret of why order 66 was and he also takes his fucking helmet off and you can see that he's crying yeah like it's 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 brutal brutal. (laughs) and then i was um i was glad i was pretty satisfied with the amount of darth vader that we got in this yeah vader is always best used very sparing right and pretty much what happened is Ahsoka dropped her lightsabers and Darth Vader found them. I, I mean, Anakin after, after the bullshit. Wait, so she died no. right there. Huh? No, oh, no, so she no, because Rex, her, her Rex and Maul escaped her Maul and Rex escaped. Oh, yes. d- okay. So yeah, I just in the weirdest fucking character arc, I actually said, like, I actually had the thought. I was like, Oh shit. Darth Maul's about to fucking do some good shit. But then of course he, he does his normal it's small. shit. He's insane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, there's a there's a moment where Darth Maul is trying to explain to Ahsoka that Anakin is part of Palpatine's plan. And is if him and Ahsoka do not work together, they cannot stop Chancellor Palpatine. And there's pretty much no answer of whether obviously we know how the story ends, but there's no answer of whether or not. Ahsoka and Maul could have actually maybe stopped Anakin and Palpatine because Darth Maul wanted to bring Anakin there to kill him to deprive Palpatine of his of his prized groom boy. So uh, I haven't seen enough of it to is is Ahsoka alive at the end of this? Yeah, she shows up in Rebels. I mean, Rebels yeah. is just a direct sequel to. Clone oh, okay. Wars. see that I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, and she's supposed to be in um, a certain Mando season well. two. Yep. For, oh, an, right. for an episode, apparently setting up either her own TV show or the sequel to Rebel. Hey, did it's, you guys see that um, Mr. Uh, Deadwood is going to be in uh Yeah, Mando? fucking Timothy Oliphant's going to be Timothy in Oliphant. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Alright, yeah, that's my shit, guys. Justified, I guess. Uh, Clone Wars was, man, Clone Wars is so damn good. So it's over, over now, right? It, yeah, it, it's it's done. It's done. So that was the, last like the one. third time. It's over, over. But also, there's nothing more to this. The well, yeah, Wars this was this the, the wrap up of the Clone Wars. So yeah, this they, is the ending that Jordy had wanted oh. to do. Okay, gotcha. So Sounds I will say, something. I I started Rebels again last night after watching the uh, the Siege of Mandalore for the second time, and the first two episodes of Rebels hit a lot fucking harder when um, after watching that shit. So all right. Cool. Damn. So uh, yeah. at least you kind of hit the ground running with the beginning of Rebels. Yeah. No, it's it's a good show. It's just not as consistently good. Like there's some really really high lo- high highs and some middling lows. Uh, there's some low lows in Clone Wars. There is an, there are way low. too many Gungan arcs. There are way 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 <laughs> too many Gungan arcs. <laughs> so there's like one or two. No, there's like six or seven. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's <laughs> way 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 too many. Way yeah. too many. Is uh is Rebels that cartoony one that you didn't watch initially because it was too cartoony? No, I I watched it from the beginning. They just try to emulate uh, Ralph McQuarrie's like the original concept art for the original Star Wars, 
and they don't really kick it into overdrive until the later seasons. So once you get past the slightly plasticky look, it's good. It's good okay. Star Wars. Is that is there another one that I'm thinking of? Wasn't yes, a, the, the one that Maloney didn't one? have. Is that? No, that's really old. Okay. Like really old. Yeah, that's that's one that Lucas hated apparently. So well, it was never brought into the canon. No one, no one cares what Lucas well, likes anymore. You know. <laughs> What else, Trace? Anything? No, no, not really. No. Right. Um, I guess we can get Jacob back in here. Uh, Lyle, you got something? Yeah, and actually, uh, yeah. So me and Jacob share a thing or two, but <clears throat> I've just been watching Shutter mostly, World of Warcraft stuff. But um, I watched Z Warcraft on Shutter. No. <laughs> so, anyways, but I watched Z. I don't know. Did any of you watch that? Nah relatively new it's demonic possession type thing uh with a what? name like z <laughs> you mean it's not about yeah. zombies right the there's fuck is that um but yeah it's like the kid has an imaginary friend kind of set up but then they Hate those go, okay well sure and then they go to the uh the psychologist for the kid and uh he mentions z and the guy's like oh what because apparently his mom had the same imaginary friend back in the day anyways it, it was decent for what it was but it was one of those um kind of pretty standard progression like i don't know it's what you expect it to be well i expect it to be a zombie thing so oh, you're well, already <laughs> i just mean like once you actually kind of grab hold of what it is it doesn't really shake up too much okay but but as far as that goes i'd say it's a, one of the better of that genre because I really don't okay. like those very often. It was okay. It was tolerable. Um, and I just watched Summer of 84. Didn't know that was a thing. That movie's great. Oh, it, I should have I mean, watched that today. 2017? Something like that? Anyway. Yeah, it's pretty recent. Yeah, it reminds me of like all of those adolescent-type movies, like uh, or, or like Goonies and Super 8 and whatever like that. But it's Yeah, but good. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, exactly. no, yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, how right, fucking on. dare you, dude? It's, okay, that's more of a slight at Super Eight than Goonies. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I realized how that sounded immediately. <laughs> What's wrong with not, Super Eight? I think that movie's not very good. That's what I have to say about it. It's been a while. <laughs> you watched it again? No, no, no. I never. I watched oh. Super Eight the first time and then didn't. Catch oh, okay. Where I would watch it again. So, I mean, I I am willing to give that movie another shot, but. I, I thought about today, and I think uh, when I win the draft, I'm going to make everyone watch Cabin Fever. That's going to be what I want for my oh, victory. God. You know what? If speaking of, in speaking four of bad years, movies, when you win the draft... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, if around, games then. finally come out in four I fucking years. All of Kurt's films. Okay, okay, I do have... So that's kind of the last thing we wanted to talk about. Yeah. That. So I, last week, had only seen the first two episodes, which were The Exorcist and The Omen. The Omen. Um, I have since watched the other, I think it's four episodes. So it was uh, fucking The Crow, Twilight yeah. Zone. Uh, what are the other ones that I'm not remembering? Poltergeist. Poltergeist um, actually, and Twilight Zone. Wait, no, you just said Twilight Zone. Yeah, so I think, I, I think it was just three. And I... Yeah. The show is completely different after those first two episodes I watched. It, it 
it so much more focuses on the disasters themselves and kind of the true crime, for lack of a better term, aspects of like the accidents and stuff, which is really what I wanted mm-hmm. from the beginning. I didn't, you know, need the cheesy exorcist there saying, oh, yeah, I can I can take demons out of people. And I didn't need the, you know, the dudes in the Omen one that were like, oh, yeah, the devil definitely like made all this stuff happen. But it's because he wanted the movie to come out because he wanted people to know about him and shit like that. And it's more like, I mean, Dude, in, in the was bonkers it like, was uh, i wasn't sure if they were going to show the footage of the accident or not and right before that i paused it and i told ariel like hey you might not want to watch this because yeah, like for sure it's going to show people die uh it's it's fucking wild and i mean the the remorse also in the the mm-hmm. everyone in the last three episodes i mean you got the director of poltergeist three they interview him for that one and he's like crying talking about i don't remember what the little girl's name was saying like Um, we didn't even want to finish it yeah but the studio was like no you're we paid you you're gonna you're gonna fucking finish the movie and just talked about how weird it was like having a girl dressed up like this 11 year old that was just on set last month or whatever and like trying to pretend that it's her and how weird that was and it's it's really i take back everything i said last week those first two episodes i mean i they are what they are but this show's so much better uh gets so much better yeah, it really feels like they started with the poltergeist and like ran out of shit, right? And kind of the same with the omen. It's amazing to me how different those other episodes ended up feeling for me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was the only reason I thought that the show was like really redeemable, was because they did oh, yeah. get it. They did get it together. Then, um, other than that, I started Magic: The Gathering Arena, got through just like the basic tutorial shit, basically. And yeah, yeah. Started building game deck. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, no, really? How, how much have you spent yeah. on real world magic that's, cards? That's how they get you, huh? Nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, much. Yeah, I haven't done much uh, other than that. Nice. So I I had initially said that I only had one thing, which was the curse films to talk about this week. But before the podcast, Ariel and I said just throw a little movie on. We had some time. In retrospect, I probably should have watched Summer of '84 or whatever that Shutter one was. Uh, but we instead decided to watch mm-hmm. uh, Final Destination Two. Which was a fucking oh God. such a fun. It was it was it was it was, it was really good. It's great, been a man. few years since I've seen it, and it was. Uh, I want to know. I want to meet the person that set up all of these Rube Goldberg camp. Like you know, envisioned all these Rube Goldberg death traps. I, I don't want to like see what the fuck this person is like that designed I all of that shit. Rube Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I I've said it a, a lot. Um. The first one and one third final destination movies are real good because that, that first movie's good and that first like highway death scene is pretty damn fucking good oh, yeah look at the guy on the motorcycle getting swished uh it's good stuff um, yeah the kid getting flattened by the fallen glass plate oh when beautiful. is the last time you saw the the original it's been a couple of years i remember okay. Aaron and i watching it recently which is why we watched final destination 2 because i had a memory of watching the first one you, you know Sometime in my smoke haze of a past that I often have trouble remembering. Okay. I just wondered how you thought it compared, but... Oh, I I think... Of, well, we've talked about how much I like shitty movies. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think they are both totally fine. I, You know, I don't really have... I don't feel the need to go back and watch, you know, the remaining four movies in the series. But uh, it was fun. Fun little, you know, hour, 20 minute, kill some time. Watch some cool kills. Sure. Those movies are just fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, was that the only other thing, though? Yeah. Finish the expanse again. Not the okay. meme. I, that's a joke I actually didn't. <laughs> I believed you. That's how bad that joke is. <laughs> or good, I guess. Um, Matt, other than magic, do you do anything? Uh, Wait, hold on. I, I hold did. on. Including magic. Did you do anything? Because <laughs> I distinctly remember you on the last podcast saying you were not, not, you said it like Tommy was so. You were not going to buy any fucking magic cards, and you did. So uh, here's the thing: not the cards. Not. I bought a pre-release pack because it also came with a code for Arena to get the same shit. And you have a problem now. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So I basically paid a little bit less than I would for some boosters in this, and got some cool shit out of it. But (laughs) I thought the codes didn't work. Didn't fucking work. So I'm pissed <laughs> off. Um, but yeah, that's that's the only reason I bought that. And I, I'd never done a pre-release event either. So I, I just, I, it was cool. It was a fun little thing. I'm not actually buying any more physical cards because they do me no fucking good. Um, now I love you, Matt, but I do not believe you at all. It, it, let me finish. Now, <laughs> an arena, you finish, on the other hand, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um yeah, what else did I fucking do besides magic? Um, I watched a really shitty show for four episodes, thinking, oh, it can get better, it can get better, it didn't get better. Um, a few months ago, I watched a show called Warrior, and then I was looking online for like similar kind of kung fu-y, gory, mob-type shit. And then, like, oh yeah, there's a show called Banshee, and I was like, okay, that sounds interesting, it's about a fucking like, Amish Mafia kind of deal in Pennsylvania. Amish and the first mafia. episode, well, it's like, the mafia, but one of them is Amish, except like for the. I, it, I'm not going to get into it because it's stupid as fuck. I don't. Yep. But uh, I was expecting this to be some like yakuza thing with how much of a uh, like Kurosawa kick you've been on lately. I was expecting this to be like a, uh, you know. No, I swear there's no, there's some Japanese movie called Banshee also about some you know that actually cool female assassin. Yeah, fuck. I, I don't know, but anyways, this one's about a. Um, an ex-con who just gets out of prison and he just how ridiculous the show gets. He gets into hold on a second, sorry. He gets into this town, right? And he goes to this bar and the the new the new sheriff that's about to be sworn in that nobody knows is about to be sworn in is sitting at the bar. Two guys come in and kill him. So the ex-con decides to take the sheriff's place, right? Okay. Totally realistic. You got me yeah. so far. Yeah, totally <laughs> realistic. Cool fight scenes, like some badass fucking like brutal shit. And then Do the they next stomp anyone episodes, with a horse? No, but or he like does throw a guy into the into a fucking blacksmith's uh, anvil, and it was no. awesome. <laughs> so. Um, hey, hold on. No, keep going, Lyle. You did other shit. I want to talk about. <laughs> did I? The horse <laughs> just reminded me, and I hope it just reminded you. Anyway, Matt, keep going. Lyle, we're talking about John Wick. We're not getting the fucking away from me. Oh, shit. That's right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) I was like, wait, a horse? That's just like John Wick. Wait. Uh, Anyway, Banshee, horse, stable, something. (laughs) I don't know where the fuck you got horse from that, but. You said horse. Horse. No, I I asked if they stomped anyone with a horse because okay. they're on. Oh, Somebody okay. said horse. Okay, I didn't okay. just make horse up out of my fucking mind. <laughs> but no, so the next fourth, well, the next three episodes after that are just full of gratuitous sex, which like 
like my sister's boyfriend and I were watching it, and my sister is in the room too. And by the end of it, both of us are just sitting there like, "What the fuck? Can we get past this shit? We don't need to this." This is awkward. <laughs> like it wasn't just awkward. It was just like this isn't adding anything. Like I want to. Oh, but after shit. after you guys leave <laughs> <laughs> during my private time. Yeah. No, it's I I. I Tony, I blocked out a whole shit ton. I don't remember a lot of this because it was just stupider and stupider and stupider and stupider. And finally, by the fourth episode, because I always get before episodes, no matter what, <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking done. This is the stupidest shit I have ever fucking seen. Um, so, yeah, that was a waste of four hours of my life. Um, shit, what the hell else this <laughs> I know I did some of it. <laughs> there was I played some Apex. <laughs> I did right. play some Apex. Yeah, you did. We played some Apex. And we, we did. Lost. We did play a game. Yeah, that we played one game, and nobody's been fucking on the last three nights. So what <laughs> the fuck? Two games. We did play. Oh, we did play two. That's right. That's right. Um, so we gotta yeah, play League. I wanna try that new Volibear. Oh, God, oh is he in? Out. Uh, I don't know if he's out, but I've seen mm. people playing him online on like the test servers or something. He looks pretty dope. fucking dope. I'm ready nice. for that shit. Oh, I know what else I did. So I'm going to talk about Dauntless again for a few minutes. Yeah, but I've talked about it again. But um, this is actually really cool. So they have this new thing in called an escalation, and it's basically a boss rush. And so you start, you're facing off against a monster, and then you beat that monster. And it's got this thing where you pick a modifier, and it, it's it's always a positive modifier, but it, it adds different. Like if however for however many you kill, you get X amount of damage, or you can revive people faster, or something shit like that. So the next one you go, you're fighting against two monsters at the same time, and it's a fucking clusterfuck, and it's fun as hell. And then you go into another one, and you fight either one or two, like, souped-up fucking bosses. And, I don't know, like, it's a blast. It takes, like, 20 minutes of run, and it's just going to kill a bunch of shit. Like, it's pretty... It's cool as shit. Like, it's fun. It's cool. You get good, you get cool shit. Like it's got like this experience track thing where you like hit certain milestones, you get mods, and then at the end you get um some cosmetic armor. Nice. And um, so I don't. I've been going like now that I've started unlocking like more and more shit in it instead of just playing like a fucking super casual. It's <laughs> getting a lot fucking. Yeah, fucking super where, casual. You what a pleb, yeah, dude. Where, like literally, like doing a hunt a night, a hunter or two a night isn't gonna get you anywhere, and that's what I've been doing for like the last year. But uh, now that I've started unlocking shit, it's way cool. I'm digging it so much more than I ever have, and I've been going crazy with that. Um, and then today, finally, after years of wanting to get this, but it being fucking like a hundred to a hundred and thirty dollars, depending on import costs, mm. and not wanting to buy a used copy of eBay because it wasn't gonna have all the DLC for it. I managed to snag a copy of Gundam Breakers 3 off of Ooh. Amazon for 40-something bucks. Nice. And all it is is basically you build Gundam models, and then you go beat the shit out of some more Gundam models. Except you have, oh, like, you're going to play with your models after you build them? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, That's pretty cool. And, like, every single fucking Gundam, like, in the fucking universe. And you go, you fight, like, giant perfect grade models and you're like this little high grade i it's cool as shit you can like slap guns every which way and like mortars and I, it's the wildest <laughs> shit it's like and then Man, like, my favorite part bad. my favorite part is just building the actual models and because you can paint them and you can weather them and you can do everything that i normally <laughs> do like when i actually build a model except you can do it without all the mess and then i'm sitting there Messing around with some parts. Mess like, the models I have... or the mess from you? 
a mess from everything because it's a mess when I make these things at, at the end. Like I keep a pretty clean workspace, but I still pile up shit like everywhere, you know. Hey, it's always a mess. But it changes underwear after, right? <laughs> not not that kind of mess. Come on. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I was sitting there messing around with, with some of the kits in the game. I was like, I have these kits. This combination looks cool. I'm totally gonna do that with the kits that I actually have. So like. It, I can kind of go in and fuck around with colors and paint schemes and all this other kinds of shit and then transfer it over to models in, you know, the real world. But um, I, it's it's cool as shit. It was totally worth the wait for me, so it's fine. Nice. I'm glad that was worth it for you. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, fuck, I don't remember what the fuck else I did. I know I did some shit, so somebody else go. If I remember, I'll, I'll shout. Okay. Um, I did some shit. <laughs> I, am I the one? I think everyone else is gone. Um, so there's a there's a show on Amazon called uh, Upload. Have you guys heard of this? Yes. Nope. Yeah. Um, the Expanse. It's it's called Upload to the Expanse, and um, it is, <laughs> it's where Jake from, is going after this. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna upload himself to the Expanse for sure. Um, it's from the creators of the Office, or from the creator of the Office and Parks and Rec. Um, it is essentially if Black Mirror was funny. Because the whole premise of the show is you, when you die, as long as you've had this contract in place with, they call the company Horizon, but yeah, I think that's obviously a play on Verizon. Um, and there's like Nokia, Taco Bell, and all these other like what corporate mergers fuck? and shit that they talk about. Um, if you have a contract, you can be uploaded. Your consciousness gets uploaded to a quote unquote heaven. Um, and so this dude is in a, a car crash. He's in um, a crash in this. Uh, it's like an automated car so that, you know, they're supposed to be perfect and everything. He's in a car crash and he's like about to die. And his girlfriend, who's like controlling kind of a bitch, is like, hey, um, we're rich and we're a Horizon family. We're going to upload you to uh, this place whose name I forget. But it's like it's like the ritziest of the, of the places, right? It's the highest of the high. You have to be super fucking rich to get into this place because um, you have to pay like a monthly fee for your loved one to be there. Cool. So he's Probably he's dying. He's Wellington like, or something. Yeah. Like a, yeah. So she's being like super fucking controlling. She's like, you, I upload like uh, sign the contract. I, I did it for you. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. And he just kind of does it. And so the whole story is him like he's in there and he's got uh, what they call an angel who's like the customer service rep, who's <laughs> the living person who has to deal with the dead person if they're having like issues, reconciling, you know, the fake world and all this other stuff. Um, well, to make to make a long story short, um, it's really fucking funny and it goes a lot of places because you start to figure out that like, hey, he probably got murdered and um, he was working on technology that was essentially a free version of what they're doing. And obviously someone didn't like that and he's got, you know, deleted memories and all this shit. So it's a really fucking good show. I watched the entirety of it this last. Actually, I think I watched it all on Saturday, to be honest with you. How many episodes is it? Uh, 10 it's okay. 10 hour long episodes it's, it's like a normal season um i will say that i thought it was going to have a neater ending um they're they've obviously set it up for season two in a way that i wasn't actually expecting though you know i maybe should have um but yeah it's really fucking good i, I recommend it really funny stuff um then as far as games i played uh receiver 2 so is anyone here familiar with receiver at all no it came out a while back it was from like an indie studio 
And the whole thing with the receiver was, hey, we're going to model every part of a gun and you're going to have to simulate every single part of a gun. And it was fine, but it was, you know, pretty half-baked and whatever, you know, that that was basically all that it was. Well, Receiver 2 adds, like, a story. And I have to say, while the game is really cool, especially when you take into account that, like, when you're playing a game with guns, you take a lot for granted, right? You, right. you know, just holster and unholster freely. The guns never jam. You never have any of those issues. Um, every time you take out a magazine, you magically get those bullets out of that magazine in your... Um, you know, in your inventory, that sort of stuff. Well, this game's super fucking hardcore. So it's set in a world where the was the fucking mind wipe or the mind kill or something has happened. And I got to say the whole crux of this game is it's like a roguelike. So you do runs and your goal is to find five audio tapes without dying. If you find four and you die, you have to find all five again. And it's procedurally generated worlds and you're coming up against these like robot turrets. You're not actually coming up against humans. So, you know, you have a strategy for these things. But the tapes that you're finding are like, don't trust the media. Like, this is what we've all been preparing for the entire time. And it just has that, like, if the look on Lyle's face was words, it is fucking skeezy in a weird way. And I don't, I don't know that I like that. Um but I do appreciate that you're no longer like taking the guns for granted. If you put the gun away, if you holster the gun too fast while you have the hammer cocked, you'll like shoot yourself in the fucking leg and you'll get like dead chambers in your revolver as you go through and stuff. And um, as you progress through the game, you gain what they call insight, which is, you know, your, your fucking mind opening up, man, you're seeing the the truth and shit. And, um, you get better quote unquote better guns. So you, you start with a, a revolver, then you get to like a semi-automatic pistol, which, you know, in most games would be an upgrade, but in real life, because there are more things to go wrong, um, that, that is actually a bad thing. You get misfires, you get, you know, um, just other parts not working other than the barrel has <laughs> you get one broke thing. gun. You get a fucking broke, broke ass gun. So you think you're going to shoot a fucking turret and Oh shit, it misfired. And what am I going to do? And then I'm dead. So it's it's really cool how much of the gun it simulates. It's like a uh, quap for guns almost. Oh, so God, like, yeah. It's... To reload, you have to hit like eight different fucking buttons. You got to like look at the gun, then you have to pull up the gun, then you have to empty the gun. And, and it's like all these different keys you got to press. Um, it's actually really impressive. And I actually kind of like that stuff. I just, I don't know about the whole story here. And it feels very like right-wing extremist to to paint it on a side and i'm sorry to do that but um i don't know i'm gonna keep going through it i'm gonna see at least what other like weapons they have what other guns they come up with because so far i've seen the revolver and then a a 1911 which is a pretty basic handgun and it's been cool oh the, the coolest part i almost forgot to mention um when you see yourself in a reflection you're just one of those like black target dummies with the (laughs) the circles on you it's really fucking funny um but otherwise like really cool game i'm gonna keep pumping through that mostly because i like what they're doing and when you have that moment of like your first fully automated reload hitting eight different keys in order in perfect time and you're like oh fuck i'm fucking feeling it now like here we go i know exactly what's happening and then you gain a level up and then you have to do a different set of weird ass key presses but anyway um i'll keep playing through that you know you know another thing that has a lot of reloading over 
watch. John, John Wick. Oh, that's fucking right. I forgot again. Um, <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about realistic reloading? Let's talk about John Wick. <laughs> For real. So good. I feel like he's going to have one of those office moments at one point where he like looks at the screen and he reloads. Like, right? <laughs> Here I go <laughs> killing again. Here I go fucking these motherfuckers <laughs> up again. Yeah. Um, Tell me about it. It's just like. Well, it was just his progression of like, I watched the first one and I forgot about it for a long time because I wasn't about to watch it. With um, She got so upset when she watched the first one. She's like, why the dog, you know? Yeah, it's very upsetting. <laughs> That's how they yeah, get yeah. you. Then, uh, That's how they make the yeah, violence exactly. okay because it's against the dog herders. Yeah, yeah. it's why it may, it's how they make you cheer for it. I'm like, I, I don't want to chain movies so that like, we, we put a day in between it and then we watch the second one she's like no we have to watch <laughs> yeah. when does four come out uh 20 22 now oh 22 now okay yeah, he has, he has yeah, to finish we'll the matrix before he can uh okay uh, there is a tv show coming out about the continental though in between that i believe unless yeah. that gets delayed too yeah i mean it'll be delayed a let's little bit but let's assume <laughs> yeah, but but not quite as far. Like I said, the the delay for John Wick Four is because he's filming uh, the Matrix. So um, he's they're letting them him finish that, and actually the the John Wick directors are helping on that, and um, that's that's but the main the chances, reason for. What are the chances that Matrix Four is anywhere near as good as uh, the first John one? Wick 4 is oh <laughs> no no I just I just mean John Wick. I mean uh, almost none, but like the Matrix is the reason John Wick ha- happened, like. But yeah. So, so Lyle, really? I don't know if you know this or if should you I watch them? The the Keanu Reeves' stunt double from The Matrix is the director of John Wick. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, wild. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just like come full fucking circle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Matrix movies are worth watching. I agree. Yeah, all At three of the them. I yeah, like the first one definitely, but I would say all three of them are worth seeing at least one time. Um, it's this weirdly prescient like oh we're kind of like heading towards this situation now um thing where it holds up even better now in a weird way but the the cg and some of the uh the stunt stuff doesn't actually hold up as well as i'd hope but yeah i think they're still pretty damn good movies yeah that um, early brawl fight is a little rough <laughs> yes uh lyle what's your favorite kill in all three movies like one per movie uh, oh, out of all of the, like, you're, you're saying like one for each? One, well, one for each. I was telling Val when I watched the first one, I was like, oh man, this scene coming up where he's like in the, in the hotel and there's just all the dudes and all the kills back to back to back. I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever fucking seen. And it was until I saw the second, you look puzzled. So I, I'm just struggling to remember which you're exactly talking about. I... When he goes, like, the the dude, the, what is it, the son or whatever, is in the sauna. Yeah, or, Theon. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Theon. And he's just running through that fucking shit. Yeah, dude, that was fucking bonkers. But um, anyway, dude, the one the one kill, the, the one kill is the one in the library. That's the fucking kill. Yeah, huh? With the book. <laughs> and besides that, every time he slaps the pommel or, like, the... the handle of a knife a sword whatever it fucking oh, yeah ah, ah, ah. but also you're like <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 get him <laughs> stick it in me 
dude <laughs> don't call my, my wife kid, i'm done i'm dead i go hey you yeah. know what? good job uh there's that one <laughs> where the guy gets stabbed he like taps it in and he gets stabbed and he grabs the blade and pulls it out of his chest and i'm like that's not me i'm not that guy <laughs> <laughs> i'm like Fuck, kill me you already made me bleed i'm good let's go yeah be, no this I is good screaming death. like you fucking stabbed me <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um i have to say I'm my crying. my favorite is um in the third one yeah, I would when be crying too. <laughs> in the library when he's using the throwing knives and he keeps hitting yes. him with the end of the knife and he's like doesn't actually stick it in um, yeah. until he gets the last one. I thought that was pretty fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we just take like a real quick moment to appreciate the coordination of the dogs in John Wick 3? Yeah, oh, they had to work God. a lot with them. So that, that was fucking nuts. Like even without the behind the scenes, all the shit they had to do to make that happen, that is just really fucking impressive to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I and the directors have said themselves, I wonder how they're going to follow this up, like how they're going to keep upping the ante because like that movie literally changed action movies. Yeah. Like, like they put out that fucking atomic blonde, which was basically just female John wick. Like they spent <laughs> an entire, somebody spent an entire fucking movie budget on, Hey, let's make a John wick copy. And except it sucked. <laughs> it had some good action scenes in it. It didn't that. have anything <laughs> as much well, as John Wick did. We've we've established that Matt doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh shit. It um. didn't feel natural in the way that fucking John Wick feels like this dude is a goddamn assassin on the top of his game. Like Man. it felt Yeah, the way everyone fears John. Sure. And it was, but there, there was some good stuff that that fight in the hotel room where she fucking throws herself off the balcony at the end. That's that's fucking gold for me. Um, yeah, the way movies. that the the scary gangsters are fucking terrified of John is just like, like, yeah, makes him so much more insane and like yeah. threatening, not threatening, just dangerous. Yeah, I just love how everybody talks about him. Yeah, Baba Yaga. Oh. He's fucking John Wick. Yeah. Don't you know he's fucking you fucked with John Wick, you piece of shit. Like you're not yeah. doing this all. <laughs> like sits like, too close to him on the sofa and he gets over in the other chair and he's just like fanboying out with him real quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm gonna kill so you. That, I, I want to get this out here too. I loved that third villain because he was basically a John Wick fanboy. Like yeah. you never yeah. see that. You never see that in a movie or anything. Like Really, really fun, really fun fucking movies, and I hope yeah. they keep it going. Uh, the, the scene where they're fighting, and there's all those cases, and then he has that moment of like, "Oh, we're fucking surrounded by weapons." Like, okay, and then they both yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both fucking go for it. Yeah, I I will love those movies till the end of my days. I'm so um, excited because since Kendra and I have watched them, my parents watched them, and they fucking love them. So when nice. the next one comes out, we'll all probably hopefully get to go to Vegas and watch it in IMAX or some shit together. Right. Oh yeah. That's how I watched two. It was awesome. That's how I saw three. It was sweet. Nice. Those movies in the raid series have just <sighs> ruined action movies. Other yeah. than those for me. I'm real sad. They won't get another raid movie. Right. And one day John wick will come to an end and, and I hope they do that before it runs out. It's fucking welcome. You know? Yeah. 
so what the fuck else i was talking about did something. you hypercharge no i didn't haven't done hypercharge yet um i'm i'm excited to do that i am oh you didn't talk about that at all no no no. i'm gonna i'm gonna save it okay talk about it um so then i'll wrap up real quick because we have we've done another long one here it seems um <laughs> it's game quest after dark dude i don't know i don't know what it is but we fucking drag that shit out Game Quest we're, we're after just... dark until this fucking sun comes up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're out here having a good time. Um, two other things just I did. Chatting with your buds. Yeah, man. <laughs> I uh, I found out that this is a thing, and I didn't know it was a thing. Um, there's an arm attack again. There's an arma tactics game. So I played XCOM and and Gears. And, Hell yeah, and Belly Boys. It's time. Um, and apparently Belly Boys are happening outside of my periphery. Um. Yeah, so there's an Arma Tactics game, which is essentially the Arma version of XCOM. Uh, so I felt like checking it out because I like Arma's uh, version of hyper realism. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that does not work for a tactics game. <laughs> it was bad. It was. It had the level of anti polish that you expect from those games, and, and I I get that, but it was just not a good game. So um, if anyone sees Arma Tactics and thinks that they might want to play that, my my recommendation is uh don't do that uh, okay um <laughs> don't do that so that's all i'm gonna say about that um and then rainbow six has started a limited time event called grand larceny and i want to talk about this real quick because um not only does it combine two of my favorite games rainbow six and payday but it's also really fucking chaotic and i love it um so in rainbow six for those who don't know it has destructible environments inside the buildings walls and floors and shit and normally there are specific hatches that you can blow up on a top floor and you can drop down to the bottom floor in every other room if there's a there's a breakable floor you um you know you'll see like the beams you'll see metal beams that hold the floor up that you can't get through you can shoot through the spaces but you can't get through them well Grand Larceny comes along and it's like, hey, we're not we're not doing hostage rescue. We're not doing uh, secure area stuff. We're not doing team deathmatch. What we're doing is we're going to plant Nobody five. Get out. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to plant five safes around the map. And your goal as attackers is to capture three of them. And your goal as defenders is to defend at least three of them. But what they fucking did, they took an old map that is no longer in the game. They retooled it completely. So now that virtually every single floor is completely destroyable. So you can oh. go up. You can go up to the fourth floor, break a hole all the way to the basement, and get some motherfucker got. You know what I'm saying? That's awesome. Um, it's the greatest fucking thing. And I mean, Siege I, is really... Sorry, go ahead. I just really hope that this is where they're like, their head is at, you know? Yeah, With, that sounds fucking rad. Let's make it fucking bonkers. Uh, because very quickly in these rounds, does it become completely untenable? Because there's no place to walk. And I... Fucking! I tried so hard. It never got to actually happen. Um, but I tried real hard to drop a safe on somebody's head because I knew that would be fun. <laughs> so sorry I didn't get that to happen. But um, anyway, go ahead. Siege is definitely one of those games that I would love to play, but like League, it intimidates me. That skill cap, like I'm not trying to. I I know I'm not going to be good at it. <laughs> and I'm not Look, trying to go man. in there and ruin a game for of uh, three other people on my team four but yes um yeah I, even more look i've been playing rainbow six siege since the fucking day it came since before the day it came out i was all up in that beta shit you know what i'm saying um P 
people are way too good at this game. Like, <laughs> I, you know how when you watch a pro Counter Strike player, Oof. and you, you're watching, you know, a you're pro watching a, any player. Well, no, no, like let's like Counter Strike specifically, and you're watching the broadcast feed, and it shows you silhouettes of the enemy team, and it's as if the player knows that the silhouette is there. That's right, exactly that what Siege is like. It. Only they can shoot through fucking walls, dude. Oh, <laughs> it, oh god, dude, I get wrecked so fucking hard, and I've been playing this game for way too long. I should be a lot better at it. Um, they must have just like practiced timing and knowing where the spawns are. Well, and just or some shit. I don't know. You just get like, honestly, you get really good at reading the sound. You yeah. get really fucking good at knowing how long it takes somebody to get somewhere. Yeah, I was gonna people's pathing and stuff yeah and depending on which character they are because uh there are three different speeds in this game you can be a one two or three speed um you know you understand people's gadgets on a real intimate fucking level to be really good at this it's you know what here's the thing i played different games and basically my skill caps out at like mastering the controls like knowing (laughs) what buttons to press that's the best i got dude that's better than i got yeah you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, oh, this one shoots and this one jumps and this one will make you sprint. That's what I got. Right. Yeah. Shit. And like, and that's the thing. Like, I thought I knew so much more about this game until I started playing with higher level people, uh-huh. and just like essentially, my ma- the highest mastery I have in this game is map knowledge, and I don't even have it that much anymore because they've released so many maps since I've like not been a diehard on it. Um, since I decided to get good at Rocket League instead, uh, Rainbow Sticks has completely bypassed me. But this this event was really fun. Not something to take seriously, obviously. You know, it's it's a non-ranked server, so you, mm-hmm. most people aren't tryharding very hard. But unfortunately, that means a lot of them are just trolling. Uh, so it it is what it is. But fun ass game. I've said my piece. Just see that they're putting Schwarzenegger and Predator hunting yes. grounds or hunting grounds, whatever that is. Yeah, his character model looks fucking sick. It looks like Arnold. That's yeah. for damn sure. Um, I yeah, I haven't played that game since release, but uh, from everything I hear, neither has anybody else. So <laughs> it's really unfortunate. I, I think, oh, man, I you wish Evolve didn't ruin things for everybody. Yeah, you know what's something else that no one's gonna play this show. This podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. People are gonna have a really great time. They got long commutes. They, oh, got, they got shit to do. Um, yeah, so for no, the out- let's get the fuck out of here. Can you play Pomp and Circumstance in the outro just for all the all the graduates listening? You can have your own little game quest graduation ceremony along with Lyle. You know, put your no. your caps and gowns on, twist your little tassel around your titty, and uh, you know, hug your diploma. No, no copyrighted songs, please. Okay, thank you for listening. If you're still fucking and- here, if you are still here, fucking email me trace one one nine three at gmail dot com with your PayPal. I'll send you five bucks. Swear to God. What up, Ray? You're going to give Ray five bucks. Is that what you're saying? Well, first, hey, no, first uh, come, first serve. You got to be hey, the first Augie. one. So, we'll oh, see the, so you're we'll only see giving who... out five total dollars. Yeah, only five total dollars. You got It's a fucking first, mad dash. Once again, trace1193 at gmail.com. If you listen right. to this whole fucking episode, I'm uh, and if you fucking up my email to the now. end and just heard this, yep, no, none of you clowns. <laughs> I hate right all of you. Now. I'm not giving any oh, fucking also, money. Uh, shout out to my lovely, lovely dog for 10 years of companionship today on my Facebook memories. Uh, Hail I, Buster. I, that I got I got a puppy. 
10 years with a boy. I thought, oh, for shit. Sure. That was the shittiest way that you were going to tell us that your dog died today. I was like, oh, <laughs> really? No, I'm, I'm not. Uh, no. Holding it together. Yeah, no. I yeah, would be an absolute mess. Thanks okay. for the distraction, guys. I got to go. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the distraction. Thanks for listening. Uh, Facebook, we're GameQuest. Twitter and Instagram, we're GameQuest Log. And you can find Discord down in the, the description for this episode somewhere if Jordan remembers to do it. And take your war, get the fuck out. And thank you for listening if you actually heard this. Hey, we love you. Like a real love. I, like a I like you a lot. Like, like, like <laughs> dogs for 10 years, we love you. <laughs>